You're listening to Profit Without Worry, episode number 108. Let's talk about landing pages today because they can make or break your business growth. We're going to talk about what a landing page is, why you need one, and what the real job of a landing page actually is. Hey there, I'm Michelle Evans, and this is the show where coaches, experts, and business owners like us get real about what it takes to create a profitable online business. I can tell you from experience that nonstop hustle plus random acts of marketing do not equal success. So how do we attract a steady flow of clients and sales without all the hustle? This is the Profit Without Worry podcast. Hey, hey, welcome back and thanks for tuning in. If you're listening to this as it comes out, happy almost Thanksgiving in the US. I know my friends in Canada had it in October and I know my friends around the world don't celebrate Thanksgiving, but for those of us in the US, this is like the week that we get to eat whatever we want, right? And then Friday is Black Friday, so it's like sales orama. And I don't know about you, but I'm looking forward to playing board games with my kids and my family, eating homemade dinner rolls, which are my favorite. The turkey's okay, but give me dinner rolls and some carrots and I'm a happy girl. Yeah, that's my version of a Thanksgiving feast. What about you? What are your favorite holiday treats? All right. (laughs) I have a question for you. Have you downloaded your free guide to Profit Without Worry? It's so easy to do. Just go to ProfitWithoutWorry.com forward slash free and you can download the guide to get onto your own path to Profit Without Worry. And I'd love to connect with you. It's so easy to do. You can email me, Michelle at MichelleLEvans.com or hit me up on Facebook LinkedIn, or Instagram. Tag me and use the hashtag Profit Without Worry so that I see your message. Ask a question, leave a comment, or just say hi. I love to put a face with your name to know, you know, the real live person who's tuning in each and every week. All right, let's dive into it to today's show because it's a big one. So I get asked this sometimes because You know, people out there kind of throw around pages like a landing page, a sales page, an opt-in page, you know, an upsell page, all these kinds of things, right? It's like, what the heck are these things? So today we're going to talk about what is a landing page, why you should create one, and what is the main purpose or the main job or the main goal of a landing page. So if I break it down to the very simplest things... The easiest way to think about a landing page is that it's a page that you send traffic to land on. (laughs) Okay, so that's a really oversimplification. So let's dive in a bit more. Landing pages should be designed to attract your online traffic toward a specific action. So let's say, you know, you're running an ad, you send that ad traffic to a specific page. Not to your homepage, although some people do, but that's not really, you know, your homepage isn't designed for that. Your landing page could be for anything. And this is where it gets confusing because the term landing page and opt-in page, landing page and webinar sign-up page, landing page and thank you page, landing page and sales page, 
they're interchangeable. So a landing page could be any of those things. It's the generic term that you use for where you're sending traffic. So your landing page could be for an opt-in that leads to signing up for your email list. Or it could be your landing page could be dedicated towards turning people interested in a consultation with you into a call. Or it could be a sales page. The key here is to know what the purpose of your landing page is. So, you know, it's not like when you hear the term landing page, you need to go a couple steps deeper and say, okay, who would I be sending here? What would they be doing? What do I want them to do? You know, all that kind of stuff. Some businesses have dozens and dozens of landing pages. Others have just a few, like one, two, or three. Regardless, every online business needs at least one landing page. Otherwise, you, my friend, are losing valuable opportunities with your audience. So you probably already have a website. And on your website, depending on how complicated or simple it is, you probably have a homepage where people, you know, who go to michellelevans.com, they'll go to my homepage, right? For you, it's whatever your homepage is. You might have an about page. You might have a contact page. You might have a, you know, praise page or a client love page. You might have a blog. Um, and if you go to, you know, my website, for example, michellelevans.com, you look at the top and you'll see that they're all linked together by a navigation bar. And, you know, so you can jump from the homepage to about me to, um, you know, work with Michelle to the blog, you know, wherever you can go all across the navigation bar and quickly get to where you want to go. And a lot of times people think, okay, that's what a page should look like. And so business owners often create landing pages outside of their current website because they have their website for one purpose. You know, it might be to house your content. It might be to get SEO traffic. It could be for whatever reason. But you want to have these landing pages outside of your website because each landing page needs to communicate a specific message for your website visitor. So for example, if you go to profitwithoutworry.com forward slash free, that's a landing page. You can opt in to get the Profit Without Worry guide, right? And so it's outside of my website. Like this doesn't live within my website. You can't navigate to it from the navigation bar. And if you um, send... Like if I were to just say, hey, go to michellelevans.com and find your freebie, it would be really easy for anybody who went there to get distracted. There's lots of things to look at. There's, you know, I don't know. It, it would be easy to get distracted and to say, okay, I forgot why I came here and not get anything. And just in case you're wondering, there are a lot of great landing page programs that make it super easy to create a landing page. And some of those platforms are like Lead Pages, ClickFunnels, Kartra, Kajabi, or even a plugin like for WordPress, like Optimize Press or Thrive Architect, which um, my website person has been pushing me to try Thrive Architect. She loves it. 
And she actually created the um, Profit Without Worry download opt-in page, which you can get at profitwithoutworry.com forward slash free so you can see it. That was created on Thrive Architect. And it's a really inexpensive program. I think it's 67 or $69, a one-time fee. Super cool. So I'll link to it and I'll, I'll link to all of these to lead pages, click funnels, Kartra, Kajabi, Optimize Press, and Thrive Architect. I'll lead to them all and link to them all in today's show notes so that you can check them out for yourself and see, you know, do any of them speak to you that you want to test out? So, so we talked about kind of what a landing page is, you know, how does it work? What is it used for? How do you build one? Well, let's go through the process. So, you know, the, the first thing is we talked about this a little bit is that the term landing page is super generic and it really is just a page that you design that directs anybody you send there to take a specific action. So for example, if I say, Hey, go to profitwithoutworry.com forward slash free, I'm directing you to go to a specific page to take a specific action to get your, you know, five steps to profit without worry. It's a guide right? You know that you might have, I don't know, a meditation bundle or legal forms, or I don't know, uh, you could have any number of things, right? A free call with you, a webinar. Um, and it's just called a landing page because you typically drive traffic to it from other places to do a specific thing. So let's take another example. Let's say for instance, that you run a Facebook ad to promote an upcoming webinar you want to do. So someone clicks on that ad in Facebook and Facebook sends them to your webinar landing page. The webinar landing page makes a promise about the upcoming webinar, provides the time and dates, and you know, it makes it super easy for a visitor to sign up just by putting in their name and email address. So that's kind of what a landing page is. And the first thing you need to ask yourself is, where am I sending people from? And what am I sending them to do? And, you know, once you answer those two questions, then it's a lot easier to make your landing page. So how is a landing page used to build your audience? Well, landing pages make it easy and valuable for your web traffic to focus on getting one thing, just the one thing that they wanted to get from you. So instead of sending them to you know, your entire catalog on your website, you send them just to that one thing that they want. So in our webinar example that we just talked about, where you'd send traffic from Facebook ad to a webinar landing page, you advertised an upcoming webinar. So when that person clicked your ad and they got to the webinar landing page, voila, the only thing they can do there is either sign up for the webinar or not. They've only got one action to take on the page, so they don't get distracted or confused. And you can see how that would be different than if, for example, you sent them to your homepage and you said, you know, upcoming webinar, read about it here, and they have to go click a whole bunch of stuff, they'll get distracted and they won't sign up. That means that the goal of your landing page, of any landing page that you create is simple. Get people to take the next best action for them and for you. For instance, in signing up for a webinar, so yes or no, are you going to sign up or are you not going to sign up? Or maybe you want them to opt in for your PDF download, like the Profit Without Worry Guide. Do you want it or don't you? So they click there and get it or they don't. Or even buying your product or service, right? 
Do you want to buy or don't you? The key here is to keep it focused, simple, and relevant for your audience. You don't want them clicking all over and reading all about you, reading your latest blog posts, you know, none of that stuff. All right, so what are the types of landing pages? Well, we've talked about some really specific ones, but there are three basic types of landing pages. So there's um, landing pages that you create to attract people into your community. Sometimes people will call these top of funnel landing pages. And the purpose of these landing pages, it's not to sell anything. It's to warm up your audience. It's to simply get your audience to opt in for a freebie that you've created so that you can start creating more of a engaging um, relationship. I don't know if that's the right word, but to be a little more engaged with them, right? So that you can send them some emails, maybe invite them to a webinar or whatever. The second type of landing page is one where you're engaging your audience that knows you a little bit but they haven't engaged much. So maybe after somebody signs up for your freebie, maybe you send them a few emails and then invite them to the webinar. So that would be into this second type of landing page. The goal of this landing page is to help your audience understand who you are, what you offer, and if the offer that you have is right for them. And again, often things like webinars, free challenges, video series, they can all fall here. The third type of landing page, oh, and the second type, people call those kind of middle of funnel sometimes. So you'll hear those terms thrown around, top of funnel, opt-in pages, middle of funnel, maybe some going deeper pages. And then the third type of landing page, which people sometimes call bottom of funnel landing pages, are those that you create to your to give to your audience that already knows you. So they're already on your email list. Maybe they've done a free challenge with you. Maybe they engage heavily with you on social media. Maybe they've come to a webinar. You know, there are people who really know who you are, who know about your offer, and who have already thought a bit about if the offer is right for them. Um, And they have some trust in you. And so you invite them to buy. And this, again, is often called the bottom of the funnel, is when people have already been warmed up, they know about you, they know about your offer, and so you just say, okay, here's my sales page, are you ready to buy or not? And those are the three kind of basic types of landing pages. Now I wanna take a moment here to set expectations because often when people get into creating landing pages, it can be really easy to believe that if you build it, they will come, right? <laughs> kind of like that old, that old, um, what is it called? Feel the dreams, right? This is not so. In fact, I want to encourage you not to fall into the trap of thinking you can just throw up a landing page, put it up online, and you know, poof, magically people appear and your email list starts growing uh, because people can't resist it. I mean. That would be fabulous if that happened to you. I would celebrate it to, you know, the rafters, but I have never come across anybody where that's happened. In fact, I was really, really curious um, because a, a client recently asked me, well, what's the average um, opt-in rate for landing pages? Because I usually push for a 20% opt-in rate at the bare minimum, if not more, if we're going to do paid traffic. And so I did some um, Google searching. I tried to find some, you know, reputable places to get this info. And I was shocked. I was totally shocked. 
I looked up average landing page conversion rate for 2019. And you know what I found? 2.35% is the average. 2%. This came from Impact's marketing team. I'll link to the article in today's show notes in case you want to go read it for yourself. Uh, Because I almost fell out of my chair. I was like, wait a minute. Is that decimal point in the wrong place? Should that be 23%? But no, it was 2.35%. So what does that mean? It means for every 100 people who visit on average a landing page, two to three people opt in. Okay, I don't know about you, but that does not sound good to me. Now, for me, the average, for my business, the average is a lot more than that. My poorest converting landing page converts at over 30% and my best performing landing page is over 80%. Um, And 30% would mean for every 100 people that come, 30 opt in. 80% would mean for every 100 people that come to that page, um, 80 opt in. So it's definitely possible to do a lot better than 2.35%. But I wanted to give you that as a benchmark for expectation setting. In fact, if I had a landing page that was only at 2.35% conversion rate, I'd immediately go to work to get it up over 20% as soon as possible because I've learned from experience that landing pages can do a whole lot better than that. It's just that a lot of times people don't know what they don't know. Like they don't know uh, where people are coming from. They don't know how to make it work better. They don't know any of that. And here's the good news. I'm gonna go through a few things here so that you can figure this out too. Because the majority of landing pages out there, they weren't created to optimize for conversions. They might have been created to look pretty or to sound interesting, but pretty and interesting, that just doesn't cut it. You and I, we need workhorses in our business. We don't need show horses to grow our business. We need pages up there that are, you know, attracting the right people and getting them to take action. So there are five things I look at when I'm trying to get a landing page to work better. Let's go through these quickly. And I'm going to put these all in the show notes as well in case you're out and about, you know, (laughs) walking the dog, driving the kids like I usually am when I'm listening to podcasts um, or, you know, at the gym or wherever. Um, And you want to quickly reference this when you're back at your desk. So you can, you know, just click on the show notes or go to... um, profitwithoutworry.com forward slash episode dash 108 and they'll be there. All right. So the first thing, make it match. Oh, if you're running any sort of paid ads, like on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or Google ads, one of the biggest mistakes you can make is to send people who click on your ad to a landing page that doesn't match. The techie marketing language for this is a lack of congruence. And the result is it'll tank your landing page performance. I remember last year I was looking for some information on Universal Studios and I typed it into Google and then I got a ton of Universal ads and Disney ads and like Legoland ads all over the place on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, uh, and any website I went to. I felt like suddenly I was being stalked by all of the... Um, Orlando-based theme parks, and Universal Studios was everywhere. The good news is some of these ads were fabulous, and I'd click on them, and then they'd take me to a landing page that was bizarre. Like, 
it was either a page that was full of all sorts of stuff. And I was like, what is this? Or it would take me to a landing page that completely didn't match what the ad was. Or, you know, and this wasn't just Universal Studios. This happened with a lot of different ones. They'd have different pictures, different headlines, different offers. Sometimes, you know, the pricing would be totally different. And it was really confusing. I was like, what the heck is going on? And these are the big guys that have big teams and big ad budgets. So I want to tell you that because it's really easy to do. So if you've ever had a lack of congruence between you know, a social media post or a blog post or an ad and where you're sending people to, don't worry about it. I mean, look, Universal Studios, Disney, some of the Legoland, like a lot of them had really bad experiences. So I wanted to set that out there because it's really easy to do. But the problem is, is that it's so confusing. So don't do that. If you take nothing away from today, just remember that wherever you send people from and wherever you send them to, make sure that they match. Um, if, if you do, if you make sure that they match, if you make sure there is congruence between them, you're going to notice people take action because it's because they feel like this is a continuation of the same conversation. If you don't, if you don't have congruence, you'll notice that people don't take action. I think that's probably why the average opt-in rate is 2.35% because, you know, I clicked on an ad. I went to a landing page and I was like, what? What is this? This is nothing like what I just saw in the ad. So so you don't want to have an expectation from where you send your, from where your people are coming from to where you send them be different than what they experience. Does that make sense? Have you ever had that happen to you where you click on an ad and then you get to a page and you're like, how did I end up here? What, what is this? Right? In fact, Ion Interactive says first impressions, get this, they're formed in just one twentieth of a second. I don't even know how fast that is. I mean, it's faster than a snap, right? That's insanely fast. So if you've ever clicked on an ad and gotten to a page and you're like, what? And you click right out, you probably had a really bad first impression. And so as the old saying goes, you and I, we only get one chance at a first impression. And we want to make that impression match the expectation of the audience, right? Okay, so that's number one. Match it up, make it match. All right, number two, make your headline and sub headlines count. So when somebody lands on your page, the first thing they're likely to notice is your headline and your sub headline. This should be making a promise and making it clear what they'll get from you should also match what they came from, right? Make your headline clear, make it intriguing, make it consistent with the purpose of your landing page. And you're going to go a long way toward getting people nodding and feeling comfortable and moving forward. All right. Number three is focus. One of the best things about landing pages is that it's a yes, no choice only, right? Yes, I want this or no, I don't. Often people feel like they need to add in all sorts of like about us information, navigation to other parts of your website. But when you do that, you're going to tank your landing pages conversion. 
What you want to do is focus their attention on the one action you'd like them to take. That's it. Now, that's not to say that you can't have, you know, testimonials or, I don't know, featured in logos and that kind of stuff. That that builds trust. But you only want to have one thing that you're trying to accomplish with that page. If you have a landing page that you're like, all right, sign up for this free call, get this free download and sign up for this webinar all in one page, nobody's gonna sign up. It's gonna tank your conversion rate. You wanna stay focused on the one action you want them to take. All right, number four, get your CTA right. Do you know what a CTA is? It stands for call to action, CTA, call to action. Often when landing pages aren't working well, you can take a look at the call to action and notice that it's either confusing, boring, or that there's more than one call to action. So for a great landing page that converts, you want one call to action and you wanna stick to that one thing. Don't believe me? Neil Patel, who is, I I mean, I don't don't wanna call him a guru because I feel like that is not like that's kind of a bad name, but Neil Patel is the man when it comes to testing paid advertising, getting, you know, Google traffic. He is amazing. If you don't know who he is, he runs tons and tons of ginormous company tests and web traffic stuff and does tons of conversion. He's an expert beyond experts. So if you don't know who he is, I would highly encourage you to look him up. But Neil Patel has some research that shows that landing pages with multiple offers get, okay, get this, 266% fewer leads, 266% fewer leads than single offer landing pages. That means you need a whole lot extra traffic to get an opt-in than you would if you just had one, um, one call to action on the page. And one last thing on this, even if you do have just one call to action on your page, try not to say something like click here or submit on your button. That's not a a clear, compelling, exciting, engaging call to action, and it won't convert very well. And if you don't believe me, run a split test. Instead, I want you to make your call to action stand out, make it enticing, make it irresistible, make it exciting, make it match what your offer is. Like, yes, send it to me or something like that. You know, just make it more interesting. And then finally, number five, don't ask for too much. Have you ever gone to a landing page that asks for tons of information? Like, your full name, your email address, what size company you work for, your title, how much your company makes, how long you've been in business, blah, 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 blah. Don't do that. Yes, some companies do get away with asking that many questions because of their name recognition and or position in the industry. For example, HubSpot used to do this a lot for some of their super valuable reports. They probably do even now, but I don't think I'm getting targeted as much. I opt in for those things because I know what great resource and what great research, geez, I can't even say the word, what great research HubSpot does. But if it was a lesser known company, I would never give up that much information because I know that they're just going to be calling me and bugging me. So bottom line here, 
Try to stick with first name and email address if at all possible, because the more you ask for, the more you're gonna see your conversion fall flat. So there you go. The what, the why, and the how for getting your landing pages to convert. It really comes down to knowing who your audience is and where they're coming from. I'd love to hear how this goes for you. What ahas did you have about landing pages? What's just one small tweak you could make to your landing page to test if it converts better? Hit me up on social media or email me, michelle at michellelevans.com. And as you were listening to this, did you think of someone who's frustrated with their landing pages, with their opt-in page, with their webinar page, with any of that, who could use these insights about creating profit without worrying their business. If you can think of someone who could use this, would you do both of us a big favor and share this episode with them? It's easy to do from whatever podcasting app you're listening on or share the URL for today's show, which is profitwithoutworry.com forward slash episode 108. And your friend can listen there. And don't forget to download your freebie, Five Steps to Profit Without Worry. You can get that at today's show notes or profitwithoutworry.com forward slash free so that you can see what it takes to create a movement with your marketing. All right, I hope you have an amazing week and I'll see you back here next week, same time, same place, on another great episode of Profit Without Worry. See you then.